why is Father Christmas the, the status quo of Christmas? Because <laughs> he is only it, knows three cards. Is it because is it he gets you whatever you want? Soldiers of Hell! Welcome to the Soldiers of Hell podcast. I'm Andy. In 1999, a slightly disturbing young man declared that we are soldiers of hell. We are neither soldiers nor from hell. Fire up your mini discs and listen now. Merry Christmas! <laughs> ho ho ho! Definitely is Christmas, isn't it? Absolutely. The snow is falling outside. We're having a traditional white Christmas. The eggnog is cooking. <laughs> cooking. The, Bo- the sorry, boiling. are on the fire. Yeah. Boiling. Tinsel on the fire and logs on the tree. That's what Cliff said. <laughs> Definitely. So, the Royal Rumble was so popular that it's time to do another one. A festive one. Festive indeed. Who's game? I am. We've got Simon as a guest. Hello. Uh, so, let's keep, it, let's keep it short and sweet. Ten rounds. Of a festive Royal Rumble. Festive, indeed. Did it, the benefit of you starring in this one, guest starring in this one, is that next time you listen in the shower, your missus will just think you're talking to yourself. Which she always thinks I do anyway, so it wouldn't be anything different, really. So, just a reminder of the Royal Rumble. Ten festive characters in there. Mm-hmm. So, we'll take them one at a time. Okay. See, see who we've got. We'll uh, roll the die. Categories... One to six, so you have to roll to find the categories. Um, who wants to go first? Guests on us. Okay. Do you have to roll? Do you have to roll the dice? Not yet. Okay. So he's got. I'm glad we all know the rules. Is that the paper that you got there? Yes. <laughs> What's um, your number? Number ten. Oh, number ten. Straight in at number ten is the snowman. Right. Nala Jones. As in. Really? Well. Alan Jones recorded the single, but he wasn't the voice of Walking in the Air for the actual programme, The Snowman. That was a mystery singer, and we'll never know who. It was Peter... Sellers. No, I don't know. Oh, the name's close, but I'm not I've seen him on them Talking Heads type best music programmes, but anyway. Okay, so Andy, you go next. Is that a uh, ball pool you've got there? Yeah, um, full of balls. M. M. One's bl- one's bl- three. It's a number three. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> M. He's thinking of his favourite James Bond character. It's uh, <laughs> a three. Number three. Who's number three? <laughs> number three. And this festive Christmas special is old cheesy wheezy himself, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Difficult to top. <laughs> I feel like I've got the Superman of Christmas there, if I, in all honesty. Right, it's uh, Simon's go, roll the die, see what attribute you've got. Bearing in mind, Superman, I don't believe Jesus can fly, but the snowman can. That's the candy man. Four. Number four. Holiness. Is. <laughs> that would be unfair. Temperature. So, it, here's, here's an interesting attribute straight away. Festive nature. Discuss. Well... As we all know, the snowman, although he appears every Christmas, I would argue that in terms of festive nature, Jesus um, turned water to wine. And you can't really get more festive than that. Much like 
Christmas, the snowman only lasts one day, once he's melted, which is... Once he's mounted? Melted. <laughs> um, do you want me to help you out? Yeah, go for it. So, if you think of Christmas and festive seasons, what immediately springs to mind? A man on a cross? <laughs> or a guy that is all happy and jolly, made out of snow with a scarf and a pipe and a coal and a carrot nose? What, what would you say is the most Christmas card picture-esque thing? Now, the counterpoint to that, um, I would like to make is the image of Jesus on the cross is more synonymous, I would say, with Easter than Christmas. Um, he was a tiny little baby at Christmas, just a tiny little baby. Um, and also, the snowman, fun though it may be, he essentially twogged that motorbike, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I tried to help you out, Simon, but I couldn't, I'm afraid. So, old Cheesy Wheezy is still <laughs> number one. Okay, right, it's my go. Suspense. He's not been knighted yet. <laughs> <laughs> Number six. Buddy from Elf. Buddy from Elf versus Jesus. <laughs> uh, similar. Right, where's the die? Number four. Let's see what this attribute is. Oh, it's festive nature again. <laughs> well, that film, Elf, it's all about Buddy's festive nature, isn't it? Is Jesus very festive? He doesn't even know what festive even is when he's born. I mean, I won't lie, this is an uphill battle. I mean, water into wine, yeah, that's one thing. Getting excited and claiming you know Santa, that's another level. And ultimately, I suppose, towards his latter years, Jesus was a bit dour. <laughs> so, talking yourself out of it. <laughs> I'm going to have to capitulate. I can't see how Jesus is anymore. Although the festive baby based on Jesus, his festive nature is somewhat lacking compared to Buddy the Elf, who is... Uh, Synonymous with... Excitable. Yes, incredibly excitable, isn't he? He knows how to uh, rock that tinsel. He knows how to create those toys. He knows how to uh, decorate a nativity scene, which, to be fair, wouldn't be a nativity scene without Jesus. But... Let's move swiftly on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who's next? Simon, your oh, pick. He's back yes. in play. Let's hope I don't pick the snowman again. Right, here we go. Russell, Russell, Russell. So, I've opened up the... That paper you got there. I was going to describe it as some form of tinsel. <laughs> um, if you wish to go with small scrap of paper, then we'll go with a small scrap of paper. Um, number four, please. Well, this one had to remain in there, not only because she... She? Yes. She is from... She's a, an existing winner of the last Royal Rumble contest. She also has Christ in her name. It's only Christine Kachansky herself. <laughs> is that reigning champion Christine Kachansky? Yeah. Reigning champion Christine Kachansky. Well-renowned for her festivities. Right, roll that day. Number five. Oh, we've got a new Nick. attribute. Goodwill. Well, she was the very personification of optimism on Red Dwarf. Um, she was incredibly nice to to Dave. 
when he was constantly pestering her. Pretty or Lister? Hi, it's Dave from Geeky Guys. Um, well, probably both. <laughs> but I'll go with Lister in this particular um, instance. Um, who's she competing against? Uh, Buddy from Elf. So, Goodwill. Has he got Goodwill? He has got Goodwill. In fact, his uh, optimism... His optimism towards his own pessimistic father during the festive season when his dad doesn't even want to know him, I would suggest he has bags of goodwill. So this is versus a character who has to deal with numerous numpties on a spaceship three million years into deep space. So where's the goodwill land? Judge? To me, this competition comes down to perhaps goodwill versus good intentions. Christina Kisansky, though wanting to have the best for her crew, I think does it somewhat begrudgingly rather than enthusiastically. So I'm afraid Buddy has to come out on top when it comes to goodwill. Yes! Yes. Right, roll. Now choose. That all paper. Or tinsel. I'll go for that one. Uh, this one's this one's paper. Um, that picris you've got there. This could be a new game. Crisp crisp or paper. Yes. <laughs> okay. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight is Kevin McAllister. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, fair, you know, relatively confident on this one. Depends as long as the attribute is death traps. <laughs> Roll that die. Number six. six. It's a new category. <laughs> what is number six? Number six is glamour. <laughs> <laughs> glamour for a nine-year-old boy. I'm what? sort of. Back I'd like. I'd love to see you defend this. I'm sort of backed into a corner here. How can I ever be expected to try and describe a nine-year-old child as glamorous? Um, okay. He smelt nice with the aftershave. Oh, good point. I'm going to have to come up with this from a slightly different angle. Rap, as you know, is often... Uh, is often Synonymous with... Yeah. For, for, no, for is, is often... Criticised for glamorising violence. Violent film is accused of glamorising violence. I can't think of a more violent film than Home Alone. <laughs> so in that way, Kevin McAllister very much glamorises violence. Ah. Um, so I think in that way he's very glamorous. You might have got me on a technicality here. Just uh, following that thread, have you heard this theory that Kevin McAllister... Grew up to be sore. No. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine it then. Imagine being a child, home alone. You're trapped, you're backed into a corner. You've got to uh, set your house up with booby traps to uh, escape the robbers slash murderers. But then one day you decide, this is actually fun. I'm going to trap other people in my house. And find ways to torture them. I mean, if this is the way the DCEU is going, I can see why it's been <laughs> been binned. Um, it's possible. 
glamorizing violence. Okay, I can't argue with your. Uh, I just, I just can't do it. I don't, I don't see a way to kind of uh, get Buddy from Elf into the glamour world. There's nothing he glamorizes. So yeah, I'm gonna, gonna hand it to you, Simon. Next category, next character. Okay, back to the um, lucky baubles. I'll pick this one out. That bauble you got there. <laughs> just pleased to see you. Um, I have got, using Andrew's code, and letter S. <laughs> or number five. The Grinch. <laughs> the Grinch. Roll that die. Oh. Kevin McAllister versus The Grinch. It's number three. Number three equals strength. Let me just remind you at this point that we have um, wild cards. So each of us have the ability to use one wild card. When you say remind, do you mean inform for the first time? <laughs> <laughs> I will just... Of the new rule. I'll just let you know <laughs> <laughs> that uh, we all have one wild card. We have to roll the die to choose the wild card. But it is, uh, it's a bit too late for that. You have to do it before the attribute comes out. So uh, we've got some wild cards up our sleeves for the remaining few characters we've got left. <laughs> so this one is Strength, the Grinch versus Kevin McAllister. Who's up first? Purely on size, I believe the Grinch would be just physically stronger than Kevin McAllister. So if it came down to an arm wrestle... I believe that the Grinch would win in that respect. I think strength can take many forms. If we talk in physical strength, I struggle to argue with that. The the Grinch is objectively shown to you know cart presence up and down a hill. Certainly, even a dog in his world is capable of amazing feats of strength, so the Grinch himself is probably very, very strong. Kevin McAllister, however, shows a sort of um, moral strength, if you will. <laughs> moral? Um, but moral, putting, putting an iron on someone's face. He's, he sees the job through. He stays to his guns and he doesn't waver from his point, whereas the Grinch ultimately gives way to uh, the goodness of Whoville and, and bends and breaks, showing an inherent weakness. No, but is that not a strength, that he can see the error of his ways and can learn to evolve and, you know, change his opinion when he sees something that may be different to what he initially believed but was quite happy to accept? And and grow. Amazing to see you take Christmas so seriously. Um, I mean, I was clutching at straws, to be fair. <laughs> so I, I can't see where I can go from here. I, I rolled the die, come up short. The Grinch is going to have to take it on strength, I'm afraid. Oh, yes. So the Grinch is still in the ring. Who will be next? Uh, pig crisps you got there? Yep, yeah, absolutely. Pig crisps or pig's ears for a festive snack? Crisps, definitely. I've had a pig's ear before. Tastes like wet Lego. <laughs> Fisher-Price toy. 
saliva of a toddler. Right, here we go. I can't even read my... Oh, that's a seven. Right, seven. He's old Father Christmas himself. Oh, this could be a... <laughs> <laughs> the antithesis. Current holder, I imagine. So far, all fictional characters, including Jesus Christ, until now. <laughs> <laughs> a real person. Father Christmas, let's roll this die and see what we've got. Number five, we've had number five before. Can anyone remember number five? Number five is Goodwill. I think the Grinch <laughs> may struggle <laughs> with Goodwill against Father Christmas. But Simon, over to you. Mm. I believe the Grinch once had a film called Goodwill Hunting. Um, <laughs> and therefore... He, he had more of those. No. <laughs> Which, do you mean he had it on DVD? Yes. <laughs> and therefore he had more of them than Santa's ever had. Oh. I think Santa dedicates his life to distributing gifts to people, whether they deserve them or not. I think uh, goodwill is exactly what he's all about. Judge Melody. I don't think you really need my input on this one. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Father Christmas is in the ring. He was our final, actually, uh, yeah. king from the 2019 Royal Rumble episode. Just on a slight offshoot from that, do you know um, Father Christmas is uh, one of the X-Men? Oh, really? Yeah, he is... He is Within the Marvel Universe, Father Christmas is classed as a mutant and his abilities to deliver presents and travel across the world is, is what he's a mutant ability. Yeah. So, does he come under uh, Charles Xavier's watch? I mean, you'd have to check on Charles Xavier's wrist to see if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty big, actually. I'm not sure he'd fit under there. Okay. Let's see if you got... Right, okay. I've got an uphill battle here. Don't forget, you've got wild cards. Can I see who mine is before I do the wild card? Absolutely. Number Z. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two. Two? Two is Ebenezer Scrooge. Up against Father Christmas. Do you want to use your wild card? Can we roll goodwill again, please? <laughs> <laughs> I am going to... Can I, can I hear a list of what the categories are? We've had strength, we've had festive nature, we've had goodwill and we've had glamour. The only two yet to be rolled are courage and generosity. One turkey isn't going to like, defeat <laughs> Christmas presents for children every year for however many years, is it? Can I use my wild god? <laughs> Absolutely. Roll the die. Number three. Number three, that puts you in the second category. Your character is George Bailey. Who? George Bailey from It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, I feel I'm not going to be able to defend this character that well since I've never seen it. <laughs> You've never seen It's a Wonderful Life, which I watch every year. It's, oh, man. I'm absolutely, I don't know what to say. I only saw Reservoir Dogs for the first time four months ago. <laughs> but you watch Jaws every year. I've never seen The Grinch. But you're familiar with his work? Yes. Okay. I would say that The Grinch isn't quite okay, up there with its sort of I'm going to help you out here. Okay. I, I know roughly what the... Okay. I think, I think I've got an idea of roughly what his plot line is. So let's, let's see the categories and take it from there. Four. <laughs> Four. 
for it's festive nature. Festive nature. Yes. Okay. Uh, George wants <laughs> to I'll just kill remind you who you're up against. <laughs> George wants to kill himself, yeah? Correct. Yeah, this is one of the few opportunities I think Ebenezer would have done better. <laughs> um, I think that by the end of the film, yes. George is likely to be in a much more festive place than he is at the start. Yes. That he is feeling more generous. Um, he's always been generous. So he's got goodwill all the way through. <laughs> Uh, that he wants the best for his town and his friends. Yes. And... He's doing well for someone who's never seen this film. Hmm. Could you use a percentage differential between the beginning of the film to the end of the film? Ah, Ofsted rules. <laughs> well, yeah. Explain. Well, starting... Father Christmas, who is the opposition here... Is it a sort of status quo, whereas George starts low, but percentage-wise is significantly more. What we what's the category? Good festive, more, festive fe, more festive spirit. Why? Can I just ask a question? Festive nature. Yes. Why? Why is Father Christmas the the status quo of Christmas? Because <laughs> he is only it, knows three cards. Is it? Is it because he gets you whatever you want? <laughs> 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 so <laughs> I'm struggling. It's gonna have to be Father Christmas. I can't. I can't defend a character I know barely anything about. No, but he improves. That's the argument, isn't it? No, I don't. I, I think so. Being fair, because it's a film I absolutely adore, and we watch it re religiously. Every year. <laughs> <laughs> his festive nature is there. He's prevalent all the way through the film. He's always generous with his time. He's always generous with his nature. Everything he does. But he gets to a point where the only way he feels he can be generous is to not exist anymore. And then he's convinced by an angel that actually life in the town would be worse without him. Therefore, it's not that he improves in generosity. He's just convinced that he should stay alive rather than die. Father Christmas. <laughs> Father Christmas it is! Yay! Okay, right. Next, Simon. Is that a festive bit of wrapping paper you got there? It is indeed. Yeah, okay. Um, I have um, number I. What number is that? That's number one. Yes. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, so number one is John Snow. <laughs> Festive in name only. <laughs> Going against Father Christmas. Well, you don't know the category yet. If it's strength, then Christmas is fault. Or courage. <laughs> was that one of the options? Well, uh, yes, it was. Well, but if you're going to use your wild card, which you haven't yet, no. You need to do it now before the category's rolled. Do I have to accept the wild card? Yes, because yeah. I had to. You're mine. Yeah. I'm going yeah, to stick with Jon Snow. Jon Snow it is. Okay. So, uh, Father Christmas versus Jon Snow. Do I need to roll? Yeah, you need to roll. <laughs> what, does, what does magnifying glass mean? <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> you seem to have a clue, don't die. I think that's the number one. Number one is courage. Oh! <laughs> Simon's in bits. Because <laughs> a clue don't die. <laughs> it's apparently too much to cope with. <laughs> Many apologies. I think we can all acknowledge that Jon Snow is one of the most courageous characters in all of literary history. <laughs> he may not have known a lot, yeah. <laughs> but I think we all agree he knew what was right. Ultimately, even at the end, he sacrificed true love for what he believed was the right thing to be doing. The ultimate sign of courageous sacrifice there. Stab his auntie in the belly. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Is that a point you've got there? <laughs> yeah, courage. So, is it courageous to uh, try and get round the whole planet in one night? Knowing that you may fail, knowing that <laughs> there may be children so, so what that are ultimately upset because you don't get there in time. So, uh, to, to clarify, we're, we're trying to say at this point that murder is courageous, yeah? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> also, you're suggesting that Santa is courageous for going around the planet. He has been doing this for a few years. Much as I know, on my way to work, it's a 20-minute drive. I don't wake up every morning and kind of courageously set out on that 20-minute <laughs> drive, wondering whether or not I'll make it there in time. So... Your your question of, is it courageous <laughs> to make you around the planet? He's been doing this for, you know, the odd year on end, you know, for a couple of years previously. He knows he can do this, Spencer. So how much courage does it take to know, so, to ask the question, can I do what I did last year? So, you, so your argument is that Santa is just doing his job? <laughs> Essentially. In fact, he's a very predictable... He's yeah. not taking a leap of faith, is he? He's not gone, can I do Earth and all the children on another kind of planet that may have the correct sort of atmosphere for life? How do you know? <laughs> I don't know. If you, if you listen to the story on my uh, read-along-with-me tape from 1987, I think, uh, I think one of the stories definitely did mean he went to Mars to deliver presents. Both you and I know there. There are no children up there, so a fruitless task. <laughs> and not really a courageous pursuit, as quite possibly there are no children there, so who is he disappointing? Father Christmas has lost to Jon Snow. Let's move along. How One. many have we got left? One. Oh, my God. This Take is it. it. This is it. Can you beat Jon Snow? Remember, oh, you, you've used your wild card, I've actually. used my wild card, yes. so this is it. Right, okay. Number nine. Ha <laughs> ha! It's only John McLean. <laughs> <laughs> yep, right, let's roll this mother. Four. Festive spirit, I think, is that? <laughs> Festive nature, yes. Festive nature. Well, when it comes to Christmas, when it comes to festive spirit, in particular reference to these two characters, I can't remember hearing one single Merry Christmas from Jon Snow. I can't remember him giving one single Christmas gift. 
Whereas I can remember distinctly John uh, McLean sent a jumper that said, Ho, ho, ho. Very festive. He also uh, sang a lovely Christmas uh, rhyme as he threw Hans Gruber from the, from the <laughs> roof. Something along the lines of yippee Always festive, always helpful. Only really operates at Christmas, which is very festive. He's got red feet. Um, yeah, he got red feet and just very optimistic all the way through. How about you? I can't, I can't possibly argue. Um, John McLean is, is a personal hero. Um, and close friend. Yeah, I would absolutely adore that. Um, John Snow has never done anything particularly festive in his life, really. Other than, all, other than have the name Snow. We can all agree that John Snow is, is yes, indeed, courageous and, yes, indeed, a, a, an honourable man. But everything he does is done with a sense of duty, dourness and uh, solemnity. Um, not an inch of fun from him. No. Apart from the few inches that his auntie got. <laughs> <laughs> he, to be honest, he will just take the fact that he beat Father Christmas. Yes. Uh, that, that's some small victory there. And quite possibly, openly admit that probably the personification of Christmas is John McLean. Well, there we have it. So, I don't know about you, but I feel ridiculously Christmassy right now. <laughs> I think um, that log fire that we've got going in the background and the hot cocoa. Phew, it's really coming down out there. <laughs> Quite literally, um, snow is falling all around us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's Christmas 2019 done. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. Look forward to the next Royal Rumble. One and all. God bless us, everyone. Soldiers of Hell is a Fosgate Studios production. If you enjoyed it, please like, subscribe, comment, and share.